All right. Hello, and welcome back to Radical Humanity. Um, my name is Ben Hoover. Uh, so, I, I'm i excited about this, because I don't even know entirely where I'm going to go in this episode, although I'm, I'm going to read something, but I kind of... So, uh, just a, a quick backstory. So, um, one is I love to write. So, if you... And I, if you, however you listen to this or wherever you get the, I know this is, my podcast is uh, uh, displayed on iTunes, but you can also access it on my website. And my website is, I, I post a ton of my writings and, uh, and then I have like some videos and stuff as well. But, uh, so all I have to say is I uh, got really into, uh, well, I would say years and years and years ago, um, I, I started to develop this enjoyment for writing, even though, uh, let's just say I didn't meet the standards, the writing standards at school, in, in high school. I, gosh, what, you know, we'd get like D plus, C minus, because I I didn't stay within the lines. I didn't color in the lines, so to speak. Um, and, uh, and, I, 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 and so I, I didn't, I didn't like that kind of containment and I always had to kind of keep to the structure. And so I would get grades that reflect, um, my, my sort of opposition, even though I was trying hard to make it work. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't work for me. It was, it was very, I was bridled, um, you know, uh, in a way, but, um, but you know, eventually like years later, gosh, I even remember this. Um, I don't see, who knew that I was going to go down these stories? I was, I went, so I, uh, I went to college for a couple years, or my, my first college I went for a couple years, it was called Sonoma State, and I remember having this English class, and this professor, I don't even remember this exact assignment, but it was a writing assignment, and so I, I uh, of course, you know, I needed to participate in it, so I, I wrote, I wrote this piece, and like I said, I, I can't even remember what it was about. So I don't remember exactly what the assignment was, but I remember she she had she picked several people to read their papers that she was really impressed by, and so she the first one she picked this guy sat at this table with me because she had this setup where we all were kind of at sort of grouped together in a table or something or or different tables, and so she has this one guy read his paper and it's phenomenal. I mean it, it's so poetically written, it's so eloquent. You know, and, and so, and, and I, I think probably there was this mixture of hope and fear and don't pick me kind of thing. And, and, you know, I kind of thought, well, I'm not, I'm, I certainly don't, uh, stand out in the crowd when it comes to writing, you know, based off of my high school experiences. And so, um, so, uh, all of a sudden after, after he reads, she calls my name. And then I read it, and she was, because she was so impressed by it. And I'll tell you what, I walked, I'm, I'm only 5'6", but I, I felt like I was 6'5", uh, after that class. It was, it really blew me away. I was surprised, and I was, I mean, elated. Um, because I just, I had, I was kind of under this, sort of this cloud in this judgment on myself that I wasn't great at writing because of what my grades reflected. And I took, I literally took two English classes my, my senior year, uh, like a standard, like basic one. And then, uh, I think it was like AP lit. I probably mentioned that before. 
so, um, so I, you know, yeah, I was kind of under this impression that I wasn't very good. And then throughout the years, I would write these things and people would be blown away. And that was something that I kept gravitating towards. Like it wasn't even about the people's reaction, although that was wonderful, but it was, I just kept turning towards it. Even when I worked at a, a drug and alcohol group home and I worked with, uh, the boys, um, uh, I worked in a house. I was in called an online staff, and uh, and these boys would be there for a period of months and have to do this program that was pretty regimented and structured. And and once they passed it, they would have a graduation. They could leave and go back home because um, they were court mandated. Most of them were court mandated to be there. And uh, and I would I would often find myself writing. Uh, you know. And, oh, let me so. So we would have a ceremony, graduation ceremony, and you know some of their peers would come up, and the the other um, the other residents in the house would share something, and then like our supervisor and supervisor's assistant, and uh, and, and so we and then and then a staff, the online staff would get to share, and I would always I'd always find myself wanting to write, and so I would I would write a letter, and it sometimes would have a poem in there. And I would read it. I would read it to them, but in front of everyone. And, um, and so now that I'm kind of thinking, talking this out loud, I realized, wow, I, would, I tended to keep gravitating towards writing. Um, and then it just over the years kind of grew. And every once in a while, I'd write a poem. I, you know, and I loved writing poem in those moments. And then I got into conceptual pieces, which I also post. And then I do podcasts to those. Um, so, so that um, will be in the... That will be, I'll uh, be posting those uh, off and on um, in recent months or, or future months there. And, uh, but uh, it wasn't until recently that I, like, there became this resurgence of uh, poem writing. And I tell you what, it's, it's been such a different experience writing at the, writing in more poetic form, even though when I'm doing a conceptual piece, there is kind of a poetic, a rhythm to it. Like I'm writing in an unraveling way. Like I don't have the answer when I write, I'm just exploring. So there's these sentences that are unfolding that I'm adding, uh, to these written pieces as I go, if that makes sense. And the po and the, and then the actual like poetry, which I do a lot of more free verse poetry. So there is some rhyming, but it, it's not, uh, it, it doesn't stay, uh, throughout the whole poem. It's it's not a standard that I turn towards. It just kind of comes up when I'm writing. But I've gotten in these moments where when when I stop doing this analyzing, uh, sometimes in moments where there's joy or there's maybe there's hurt and pain or whatnot, and I just let myself feel it, all of a sudden, all this creativity starts bursting forth. Um, it, it's this really, I don't know how to describe it. It's very energizing. And, and very thrilling. And when I walk, when I'm in the midst of it, I, f I feel this really incredible pleasure. It's not just like I'm just trying to finish. Uh, literally in those moments, it's really exciting. Like, how do, I, how do I shape this with wording? But I use it in a way that's, um, that creates imagery. And, um, and I've, you know, honestly, I've experienced a surprise of myself what, what I remember, like, vocabulary-wise. Um, you know, and then how it shapes and forms. It literally is like, sometimes I feel like it's not even me in that sense. Like I'm kind of a conduit in a way because of the way this flows. And 
um, and the way that it, uh, um, the, the output, the outpouring of it. So, uh, so yeah, so, so in poetry to me, it's, it, I step into it in, which, with a very different experience. I'm not, I'm not kind of analyzing something. I'm just taking sort of personal experiences and I'm, instead of like writing out in like a detailed journaled way, um, I capture it with this kind of poetic, uh, like re- uh, rhetoric and this kind of cadence. And so, uh, so it's, it's, it's been really enjoyable. And I, I, so I have, I think I said, I, I think I have like seven right now and I'm sure there's more in me that's on the way. I, I, I think there was like one that's in my head that I want to I want to start. But anyway, so so I wanted to do episodes where I read these um because I have read them to my friends, I've read them to my therapist and it's really enjoyable to read them and then I it's really cool hearing their uh impact from that and and what they express and actually I, I give credit to my therapist who I started reading these poems reluctantly at first because I was worried about his his reaction and then he was just so blown away and he and he said don't stop writing and that to me reinforced like this this is a passion and enjoyment in fact it's become so enjoyable over the course of this month um that, that sometimes other things in my day I don't I, I want there to be like a clearing because I just want to sit and write it's that enjoyable so I've thought about how do I structure a podcast episode around this, um, because they're going to be shorter and I don't want to just, um, just read the poem and it's like three minutes and then it's, it's done. Uh, because my poems are actually pretty long. I have one that's like four pages. They're kind of almost like a, there's a narrative to it. There's a story. Um, and so, so I thought, do I, do I talk, do I give, uh, sort of a preamble, give kind of a backstory up front. Do I talk about it? Like, do I read the poem first and then, uh, and then maybe share some of where I was coming from afterwards? Um, and so, so my thought was, is I think what I want to do is I want to read it first and then, um, you know, and then instead of, and then give a little backstory to talking about it. Um, so that way, first the poem kind of hits and then, uh, and then, if you want the the uh, the director's commentary, the uh, the you want that kind of you can listen to that if you want. Um, so, uh, but I don't I don't want to put so much around it. I, I like the obscurity around it. I like that uh, kind of how that might touch somebody if it does. Um, but I, but I like leaving it sort of in that uh, kind of open. Uh, sort of mysterious uh, space. Um, so, without further ado, then here we go. I'm going to read my first poem. It's called The Place I Became Free. Oh, and by the way, if you hear a frog out there, um, well, that's what it is. It's the frog, so he's joining me in this episode. Um, okay, on that note, let me restart. This is called The Place I Became Free. And then it stopped, a peaceful rest after a violent malaise, but not before the scenery was concealed by an inner war, cast out onto the beauty, darkening its iridescent wonders, vicious thoughts on repeat, 
obsessively fixated on the past, desperately searching for an answer, elusive and always out of grasp. My body touched by ocean breeze and ears ingested sounds of the sea, but its resonant never came. Thwarted by the internal tumult, all this thinking took me away, living over what had passed, still unfinished in my soul, seeking answers to lay rest. Instead consumed by thoughts that bully, yet the sea remained, unperturbed by, by my undying battle. Oscillation of past and present, the war now, ex now extended outside of me, a white-knuckled gripping to find the now. Finally the anger turned away from me. The light had guided its escape, exorcism of this rage, dispersed into the open range, and I came upon a cypress grove. Suddenly a jarring halt, everything silenced by peace, helplessness vaporously retreated, and I was overtaken by beauty, my eyes wet and filled with hope, hypnotized by the present, a foreigner to the moment, not desecrated by mental clamor. I saw it all right then before me, the sea-filled wind, and trees shaped by years of force, orange moss that scaled its limbs, the guttural rumble of ocean waves. Such sounds engulfed me, reverberating in my soul, galvanized emotional stirring, opening to what was now. I stood before this wondrous display, touched by its unbridled giving. No masks were worn, nor strivings in search of inordinate praise free of augmentation, naked and unrefined. Here I was, in sacred space. I became one. I found me amidst this land. Nature had touched my heart, liberated from judgment's tyranny, dissipated in pleasure surrounding, sensual harmony recalibrating. The truth exalted blatantly. Its messages had beckoned me. A return back to nakedness, away from vigilant searching, convinced somehow truth would be revealed through unending mental sleuthing, but nature in its unpolished state stopped me from this haunting hate. Here the answers need no search, for they existed in plain sight, bringing me into present existence. It was then that I discovered what freedom truly was. Man, I tell you what, when I... Uh, I, I don't know. When I, when I read that, I so enjoy it. It's just really, really fun. And again, really satisfying. Um, I like, I like when someone's present. It's kind of interesting to read it. Um, you know, just recording in a podcast, but, um, so, so a backstory on that. Um, so uh, recently, well, I would say, in a, I think it was about a couple months ago, I did a Highway 1 trip. So Highway 1, depending on where you're listening to this, it's in California. And it's this coastal drive, and it stretches from, um, I think it goes from like San Diego, even actually past San Diego, and it actually will stretch and go up to a, a part of Northern California. And then it turns into Highway 101, and then that can go along the coast, and you go all the way up to like Washington and even Canada. Anyway, so um, my sister lives down in Southern California, not close to Highway 1, but I thought I want to go see her and her brother-in-law and the boys, but I want to do a coastal trip. Like I Last year, I went to Ireland, um, or depending on when I post this, maybe a couple years ago, 2018, uh, in October, end of October to part of November, I went to Ireland, and I did rented a car, and I did a road trip around Ireland for two weeks, and... It was so incredible, and I, I hadn't done a trip like that in a while, because I love driving, I love, I love just going on the open road, um, and I, I don't like going down, it's called um, uh, I-5, Highway I-5, I call it the 5, 
my uncle gives me shit about that, but he teases me about it. It's not called the five. It's called I five. So, um, so I don't like going down I five. It's just a big long stretch in like farmland, but I but I highway one is a lot. Uh, it's a slower speed that you go, and you, a lot of twists and turns and curves um, that stay pretty like hug the coast, the coastal line there. And it's so beautiful. Um, so I did four overnights and until I went to, uh, uh, the Pomona area, Pomona where my sister lives. And, um, and I loved it. I stayed. So, so I'm getting to the point here. I stayed in Monterey and, uh, and stayed in a hostel there. And this guy told me about this. I, I, I asked him, I said, okay, I'm going down highway one. Um, my next stop is in Cambria and, or Cambria. And, uh, so help me out here. Like, what should I be seeing? Um, cause I'm not like the biggest Monterey fan. I, you know, I like some of the areas, but, and it is beautiful, but just not a fan of the town. But he said, okay, when you leave here, you got to stop in Point Lobos cause there's this incredible cypress grove and there's this orange moss that grows on the, the, the trees there, there's this, there's this, it's, it's not a large stretch of this grove, but there's a point on the cliffside where there's all these beautiful cypress trees and there's this vibrant orange moss. It's, it's such an anomaly. It's, it's this enigma. And, and it really is because he said, according to him, he said, it's this place. And then there's a place in Japan where there are trees that have this orange moss and they're like the only two places. And I mean, he sounded confident. I don't know how accurate that is. I didn't do my research. But when he said that, I thought, oh, I got to do that. I got to go see that. So I ended up parking on the side of the highway um, and found a trail in. You can go and pay and stuff. And um, But it was cool because people parked on the side of Highway 1 and they would go and they they you could hike in. So I hiked in and you, you you walk along the coastline and there's people getting set up to do like diving. I think, I don't know, maybe like abalone diving. And, uh, and then you just kind of can follow the trails and then eventually you hit the cypress grove. Now I was attempting to enjoy, uh, enjoy the scenery, but my mind was so ravaged by judgment and, uh, which is something that I've had to work out, like just criticism. Like I couldn't, couldn't be present. I was stuck in my head, analyzing whatever, trying to find answers to something. And, um, and so I'm walking and I keep going and stuff. And then I'm kind of just really wrestling with myself. Like, you know, it (laughs) feels crazy inside. Um, but, but literally like I would have these moments and there there were beautiful scenery. I mean, pelicans flying around and, but I was, it was, I was so jammed in my head. And, and, and pretty lodged in there. And so I'm walking, and then I get closer to the Cypress Grove, and I, I wasn't yet in it, um, but I stopped, and something in me shifted, and I became present. Like, I wasn't in my head anymore. I was just in the experience. I was, I was in the now. And uh, there was this tree that stood out to me, and all of a sudden, it's like all the senses that were always there, um, in interacting with me, uh, I, I began to really absorb it. I began to just, uh, be present with it. And I cried. I literally broke down and cried because I felt free. Like I didn't have 
these haunting criticisms or any dissecting going on in my head, I was just there. I could just be full in the moment and experience the fullness of the moment. It was so beautiful. And from there, just like, I just, I walked into the Cypress Grove where there was all these trees that were covered in this gorgeous moss. And, oh man, I just delighted in it. I could just fully absorb it. Um, and so I thought, I gotta write a poem around that. Like some of these experiences that I've had, I don't want to like write it out in a de- detailed, here it is, like a fact-based man, this happened, this happened. Now I want to capture it in a poetic way. And so, um, so that's what happened. And, uh, yeah, so I loved being able to kind of, to put, uh, to put body towards my experience, um, and with that kind of, uh, that kind of, uh, rhythm there. So, uh, so anyway, so that's the, that's a little backstory to that. So anyway, uh, I think that's it. So. On that note, till next time, till the next poetry reading. Take care.